0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Monday edition of Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am one of those Scots. I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over at com. And together, we make up Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. It's uh, good to be here on a Monday. As always, we've got a lot to get to. We've got college football, NFL to discuss. Real quick, Scott, how was your weekend? Uh, from a betting perspective, awful.
1: From a personal perspective, not bad. Got to watch sports all uh the entire weekend, but now betting was a mess. Uh, just from start to finish. Uh, lost in basketball. Lost in uh, football. College wasn't great. Uh, Oklahoma drive props, not pretty. I'm, oh. I'm just gonna say that right now. That was an absolute disaster zone for me. But yeah,
0: on... yeah, yeah punt every drive at plus three ten.
1: I should have. Instead, no, I was trying to take touchdowns at plus 120, which none of those worked out. But yeah, not exactly a fun time. Uh, but, you know, it happens in gambling. You got to take some on the chin
0: and we'll bounce back for the upcoming week. Yeah. How I was had yours? A, a horrific. Had a, her, well, I had a horrific Saturday. One of my, it was weird. I went 3 and 0 on my free plays. I went 1 4 because I threw in a, an extra bonus play on the premium side. A bonus and- loser or a bonus winner? a bonus loser, dude. It okay. was just, it was horrific. When, one of my worst college days um, as a, as a professional handicapper of all time had just a couple of serious letdowns, had the Cincinnati game. You know what? It was just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rehash it. Uh, we rallied a little bit in in the uh, NFL. We split on the free pick and went two and one on the premium side, had a, had a teaser that didn't get there because of uh, Baltimore. Hey, that Cincinnati team might be for real. What do you think? Yeah, they're pretty good. You know that's the thing we talked about. W- the defense had looked good, but they hadn't been against any competition, so it was kind of, it was kind of a question mark. We just kind of assumed they were going to revert to form against a good offense, and that wasn't what happened at all. So, you know what? We got a lot to get to. Let's get her fired up, buddy. Let's find out um, first of all who's uh, who's joined us here today. I want to uh, I want to take a look before we get before we get rolling. I saw and some in-
1: comments by the way when we were starting. The show who's starts be every before? weekday at. 3 p.m eastern time same time every day
0: okay oh they say we started different yeah
1: some people weren't sure when we were starting it's 3
0: p.m eastern time every weekday Uh, i agree hey it's a good to see ninja here and Juan sandoval virgie at the end brandon tracy michael b um nathan has the great question i uh explain how the rice owls beat the crap out of uab no idea that was one of my premium picks that i had loved uab in that spot rice had done nothing they'd been shut out two of their last four games went out and beat them outright as a uh uh, almost almost a 30-point underdog just brutal brutal performance
1: on the Uh, bright side about college at least we had presby at least we faded presbyterian
0: faded presbyterian that's right guys that's that's the tip if you learn nothing else from this show that other you will hear no other place scott have you heard heard that have you heard that trend anywhere else uh no just us every single week Right here, every single week, Fade Presbyterian, and it has paid off how many times, Scott? Every time. Every time, that's right. Gave okay. up
1: 69 last week. Nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, They oh, they're, so they're getting better because they gave up 70 the right bef- the night before, or they, they gave, the week before. They
1: improved by uh, one uh, potential extra point, but no, they actually gave up a safety in there. So it was 67, yeah. 69 with the safety.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bien Trabajo is here. Michelle Juarez is here on fire making that money good to see me and good to see somebody doing that michelle all right guys let's get to it let's find out who took it in the shorts there's good news and the bad news there's winners there's whiners who's calling the cops man all right let's uh let's get this bad boy fired up here taking a look first in the uh, ranks of college football if you had tennessee plus 25 and a half Against mighty Alabama, man, you were cruising, cruising. I got mean, out. we both had Bama by a billion and a half, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Tennessee actually got out to a lead. They trailed by just seven in, in the fourth quarter. Bama put the pedal to the metal there, brother. They outscored Tennessee 28-7 to in the fourth quarter, and they ended up uh, winning that one and covering the number. If you had Tennessee plus 10 and a half, oh, sorry, Charlie. Call the cops.
1: And looking at the second one in college football, if you had Buffalo and Akron over fifty-seven and a half, first of all, I respect you. I respect you for you know digging deep there, trying to find some value on a total in the MAC. But you ended up having fifty-five
0: points. Wait, 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 wait! I I have to point out. You see the graphics? I saw did it. You our, did you see our cool graphics? I saw it. We're evolving here, dude. It's only going to get better too. I hope everybody is digging the graphics because we're it's only going to get better and uh yeah uh anyway so sorry to, sorry to interrupt i just wanted to point out a milestone in our show
1: oh good so if buffalo akron if you had the over fifty-seven and a half, you had 55 points with six minutes left oh you're in, the third, in the third quarter you're locked
0: come on game ended 55 oh my god really you had no points in the final 21 minutes Buffalo, I'm surprised they didn't have that game because Buffalo finds a new and interesting way every every single week to just kind of, you know, right there. Right well,
1: that's there. why I was going to consider taking it, and then Buffalo traumatized me twice already, so I immediately had that thought in the back of my mind, can't do it, and they were no. up 45 to 10 before you no. could blink.
0: I backed them twice, and they fucked me. I faded them once, they fucked me, and I've taken them on a the total. They fucked me. They are dead to me. That team mm-hmm. is dead to me you had the 49ers first half money line against the Colts. You're in great shape. You're you had a 5-point lead. You had the ball with 3:20 left. By the way, raining. It's a, it's the uh, it's the northwest figure. Uh it's going to be some rain and there was especially in October. Uh 49ers. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Punch that ball out, buddy. Uh the Colts, they recovered, scored that touchdown with a minute left. By the way, they uh, it was third down. It was a nice uh, nice job there as the Colts got the touchdown and the 49ers end up trailing by one at halftime. If you had 49ers on the money line, oh man, sorry, man, but you had it. Call the cops.
1: Especially with the rain starting, neither team could move the ball more than about 40 yards. So if you're punting, that's basically the half. <laughs> like the yeah. Colts are not going 70 yards in about two no, minutes. in that one. No.
0: By the way, I want to, I, I want to know what you think, Scott, Brandon Kuba's, Says UFC early locks Volkov and Murphy. You like that line movement's already started? Uh, Volkov,
1: I like. I, I haven't really done enough uh digging with the UFC card. I'm looking forward to doing that. I usually wait until about Wednesday before I start looking at line moves, etc. But Volkov, I do think, is a solid fighter. I think he'll find a way to get the job done there.
0: But very good. We're being, we're being semi roasted by the way for our face melting graphics. So, okay, <laughs> go ahead. My, fa- bud. My,
1: my face is still here. I don't know about the audience.
0: We're, we're good.
1: Uh, And looking at the last one, if you had the Bears and Buccaneers over 47, first of all, why would you ever have that? I know both of us had the under in that one. But you had 38 points at the half, and you had a nice three in the second half. So the game ended up going under 47 because both teams decided just, you know, scoring points overrated for the final 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, not not really that deal. That was would they score 6 in the second half. They scored 3. Just just 3. I thought was, I thought it was 35 nothing at halftime. Oh, uh,
1: 35-3. It? I thought it was 35-3.
0: Yeah, it was. Maybe the Bears got their 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 field goal in the first half. I cu- I couldn't remember. I was so pissed at that game cuz like I said we had the under and you see in the, and they put up 21 in the first quarter. You're just like, ah, oh, we're screwed." Brady and them are doing it. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: it was it was 35-3 at the half.
0: So, yeah, three points in this in the second half. Um okay. We'll put the, uh, we'll do the opposite, Scott. Let's find out who was uh, who had those nice easy victories, man. Who was sitting in the rocking chair?
1: So for the first one, we have the Titans plus four and a half against the Chiefs, or the money line reverse minus seventeen line, reverse minus twenty line, whatever you really wanted. They led twenty-seven to nothing at the half, and they won twenty-seven to 3. You want to do the honors talking about your team? Yeah,
0: sure. Um well, first of all, my team was very good to me yesterday because I just pounded Tennessee. I I, I think I got I think I got four four or five separate plays on that game. Uh each one bigger than the last as the number just kept sliding. It was I like Tennessee. I like Tennessee to win that game outright. I I called that to win that game outright on uh, on on Friday, but I I didn't know that the, the Chiefs. Not only did they not get off the bus, I don't even think the bus came in from the airport. That was just a horrific performance. One of the one of the worst I've seen by that team. Certainly certainly the worst in the Mahomes era. Probably the worst in the Reed era, and maybe the worst in the last ten years. Yeah, just
1: it's one thing if the defense is gonna is gonna suck because we know that already. Right. The offense didn't score a touchdown. No, really.
0: No, it didn't and didn't even not like
1: Tennessee's defense is a world beat or anything like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that was no, the 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 defense is dreadful. Correct. It, it's just horrific and uh yeah, there's those people those people in in Nashville, they're going to be walking around with a semi all week long because they beat Buffalo and Kansas City in big back-to-back weeks. God damn. Mm-hmm. Uh congratulations. There's a new new king in town. Um so let's talk about uh who else did well? If you had the Patriots, Jets, over 42 and a half, man, that was a ballsy play right there because you figure only one team's going to score. That's all you needed because uh, the Patriots put up, or they put up, well, they put up 38 points in the first half. Uh, New England finished with 54, Scott, 54. A game landed 67. If you had over 42 and a half, why were you sweating it? Yeah, no worries at all.
1: And looking at the third one in college, this was probably the funniest rocking chair arguably of all time. If you had Illinois and Penn state under 46 and a half, you had 20 points after four quarters. The problem was they were tied at 10 to 10. So you are just hoping that overtime ends and well, it didn't end. It went to nine overtimes, but the game still landed 38 after nine overtimes that is easily a rocking chair hall of famer yeah that is first ballot i don't know if you'll ever see something like that for the foreseeable future
0: and we could have we could have put it on the call the cops as a hall of famer as well but
1: well they changed the rules so that's why it wasn't right that's why it wasn't quite as previous years
0: oh man can can we just take a minute to rant about the ridiculous rules why did they fix fix the best overtime system in sports Scott what what in the world they
1: turned it into a hockey style shootout with two-point conversions after the second overtime it used to be the third right they ended up reverting it back but I was a huge fan of just seeing endless overtimes from the 25 and if you want to find a middle ground if you think that's going to take too long first thing goal at the ten. Give them four downs what is what is this makeshift two-point conversion nonsense that we're doing to throw in games because Penn State you can make an argument was competing for a playoff spot not realistically but just based on rankings you're telling me they got eliminated because of a two-point conversion uh match system
0: ridiculous ridiculous I, I
1: think it's really really stupid
0: Nathan Sir, Nathan started talking about the the, the Baltimore game as well Called them on the teaser just like it did us yeah that was a. Uh... I, I don't know that Ravens team just didn't show up, Scott. Or is Cincinnati that good?
1: Well, they showed up for the first half, but then Chase got loose for that 80-something yarder, and the game was kind of over after that. But Cincinnati's defense, solid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very good. Solid unit. Hey, if you had uh, Kansas plus 38 and a half, maybe you are at the game, Scott. They opened up the gates. They opened up the gates for free, like Woodstock. They said, hey, we need people here. Come to KU and see the football game. And apparently it works, Scott, because Kansas led at halftime as a 38-and-a-half point underdog. They were up 10-zip at halftime against the mighty Oklahoma.
1: Your of, team total was 52-and-a-half. How do you not score for an entire half?
0: You're 52-and-a-half, and you got zero at halftime. You might be in trouble on that bet. Just, I'm just saying. Uh, they ended up losing by 12 as KU kind of... It it was the most KU way to lose ever, Scott, as they had a fourth and about one. They'd stopped them. Of course, the quarterback yanks the ball out of the running back's hands and stumbles forward for the first down. It was one of
1: the the smartest plays I've ever seen in college football. It
0: was the most. Arguably
1: football in general. That's a tremendous all-time play. The
0: most KU way to lose ever. Ever ever No, like
1: I don't so. think they w- they wanted to one anyway. They would have gotten the ball at midfield, needing a touchdown anyway. Yes, but that game really put it out of reach.
0: Although Oklahoma hadn't been able to stop. <laughs> no, that is true. All right, very good. Um, so we're going to talk about this. I and we we kind of wondered how to couch this because it is it's it's a very uh, it's 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 a sad and funny story, Scott. And it's it's, and it's a
1: dream scenario that went horribly wrong due to some. Let's just say questionable negotiating skills.
0: Yep. Let's, uh, let's find out who it is. And, and we can actually spread this around. But we're going to find out who's wearing the golden feed bag today. Who's strapping it on for Monday as we reveal this donkey yeah, of the day. All right. There's the, full, there's the full donkey to kick off the week. Scott, get us started.
1: So, going back to the Tampa Bay and Chicago game, you might have noticed Brady made a bit of history. In fact, he's the only one to ever do it. He ended up breaking the 600-touchdown pass mark, uh, you know, barrier, which is insane if you think about it. But the point is, Brady made history, and Mike Evans, catching the touchdown by force of habit, gave the ball to a fan in the first row. Now, the fan was immediately confronted by a member of the Buccaneers, either stadium staff or the team staff. And they basically said, listen, that ball you just got, it's kind of historic. We're going to need that back. And the fan said, yeah, you know what? Sure. I'll do it. And he was apparently given uh, a game ball, a separate game ball, a home and away Jersey and a $1,000 gift card to the team store. So you got three to four items, not a bad day. However, according to Ken Golden, who is the founder and executive chairman of Golden Auctions. Love his work. That ball, Love his work. Yes. Huge fan of his work. Never heard of him. Anyway, <laughs> that ball was allegedly worth $500,000 minimum. And he gave it away for two jerseys, a game ball, and a $1,000 credit at the game at the team store. It, Is that one of the worst it, negotiating it, deals of all time?
0: It wasn't even $1000 cash. That's what cuz you right before we went to air, you wait you went wait a minute, I've got an update on this story. They upped the I offer. I know it was
1: even a thousand. I just knew game ball and jerseys and then I found out about right. the gift
0: card. And it was a gift card. A fucking gift card. No. No. Now you think do you think shame Twitter will uh, pound them into submission and the, and the Patriots will up their offer here. Or, T, or, or I mean, uh, uh, Buccaneers, the man. Buccaneers and or TB12.
1: The thing is, how much do you bump it up before it's justified? Because they're not going to give them
0: $500,000. How about season tickets for life? How's okay. that? Two season tickets for life.
1: Or at least until Brady retires, so you got about 30 years of front row seats, you know. But oh, when it comes to getting the ball... It's a simple situation where they're asking you, can we get it back? And the answer is, if you have a business card, you give it to them. <laughs> if not, you give your contact information and say, have your people call my people. Yep. And you walk out of the stadium in the first quarter. Browns back to the ball with both hands, ball security, all the way to the parking lot. Get in the car. Maybe stop off at a store, buy some bubble wrap or something. Wrap the hell out of it. Buy a lockbox. Put it in there and then have them call you. But there's a 0% chance I am giving that ball away before leaving the stadium. Yep. 0% chance.
0: Yep, absolutely. Browns backer said they wouldn't have got that ball back from me. Yeah, no kidding. They, I'm, I'm telling you that the Colts wouldn't have been able to punch that fucker out. I'd, I'd have, have a high and tight, baby.
1: There would have been at some point a godfather offer where – I'm sure. Confused, it would have to be at least north – of I would say seven hundred fifty. You?
0: Yeah, if if it's 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 legitimately being appraised by a legitimate auction house is half a mil. I'm I'm gonna need half of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna need two fifty. and some tickets. I
1: would start my bartering at around one point five and work downward.
0: How about an in a, a indecent proposal with Giselle?
1: Uh, yeah, she's nah. I, I mean, yeah, you nah. can throw that in as a perk. I'll take the money, but as long as it's cash. So, you know, it might not be traceable, but the point is it reminded me of, uh, like coming to America where the person goes, uh, semi goes to the bank Yeah. he's about to ask the King for, uh, for a loan. And he's like, can I get $500,000? The person behind the counter says, you know what? Why not go for a million? I feel like that would be my approach for this. Just ask for whatever you think and see what you can get away with.
0: Yep. Very good. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk real quick here. We're going to rip through these next one. Scott, there was some disappointment. There was some anger out there. Let's find out where there was a mix. And I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed.
1: All
0: right. So, you know, we've talked about the Jets, and we've talked about their incompetence, but they may have set a new bar losing to the Patriots the way they did. And it's not just the fact that they, they lost to the Patriots and stop. but, Scott, they were coming off a bye week um they lost by 41 to the Patriots they let the Patriots put up half a hundo 54 points that's your team buddy anything you want to say about that in their defense
1: I'm looking forward to this tank if Seattle loses tonight two potential top 10 picks it's not the Eagles with three potential top 10 picks but I'll take the two and shout out to Carolina for giving two draft picks for Sam Darnold really appreciate it
0: beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing uh, there were some uh, drunken odds makers out there. Some lines that didn't make any sense. Let's find out where they were. The odds makers were drunk. So you know we've been playing this Army team quite a bit. We've we've played them to cover. We've played them on the over. They've been good to us. Laid off this week. I wasn't sure about that Wake defense and how the offense would work against the Army. Uh, that turned out to be really stupid, Scott, because the uh, total in that game was fifty-two and a half. And I don't know when you might have realized you could be in trouble as far as the total goes. Probably with about two minutes gone, because by halftime, Scott, they were at fifty; they were at forty-nine, and uh, there was no Tampa Bay miracle three points in the second half. Uh, they ended up landing one twenty-six.
1: They had forty-two points in the fourth quarter alone.
0: As one of the most incredible stats you're ever going to see, Scott, Wake Forest scored 70 points. You know how long they possessed the football? Did you see this? 19 minutes? 17 minutes. Okay. 17 minutes to score 70 points on the Army defense. Holy shit. I hope our regular Army defense is better than that. Otherwise, they're going to overrun the West Coast in about 35 minutes.
1: Is it a good sign for an over if each team individually goes over the full game total?
0: Yes, that's a that's that's a good sign for an over. It's a good sign you've made a good bet. So, All right, my friend. Well, before we get rocking and rolling, um, yeah, I don't know. We were going to do freak out or chill out. We're kind of running out of time a little bit.
1: It's all good. Our main takeaway, Cincinnati's good. Matt Nagy <laughs> should be fired, but now he has COVID, so I'm not sure if he's going to buy himself another week with that but the bears are terrible and your chiefs are not very good. Yeah. That's kind of the main takeaways we had. Yeah,
0: that's a, it, that's the thing it, the, you put the, the chiefs are going to miss the playoffs and uh, that was that was my call. There's I there's just something missing with this team. I don't know what it is. It's almost identical personnel. It's
1: By the way, I can't believe that you know with all the tax money and stuff, the US just citizens are paying so much money for the defense budget. An Army gave up 70 points in 17 minutes of possession? Where's my tax really dollars? Can't work on a coordinator? Where's, Where's my, my tax, tax dollars going? going? Come on,
0: man. I, I feel, you know, every time one of the service academies screws me, I feel that way. Like, that's what my fucking tax dollars are going for? You guys can't even cover? Come on!
1: I trust us against four nations when we can't stop Wake Forest from scoring 70 <laughs> points in 17 minutes. How are you going to take man.
0: on China if you can't even beat Wake Forest? Mm-hmm. Oh, Couldn't man. even cover either. And apologies in advance to every one of our fine members of the service, both future, past, and present. Right there, man. We, we sometimes, even though we know we should, we still can't help ourselves. So we're we're usually going to go for the joke. We almost never mean to offend anybody, and we certainly don't mean to offend anybody there. I think
1: the people of the army, thank you for your service, were more offended by the actual performance itself. That's. <laughs>
0: That could be very good.
1: Imagine watching that overseas in like Dubai or something like 3 a.m. You're watching Army Wake Forest and you're running the ball every play. You can't be stopped. And Wake Forest goes 80 yards in two plays for about the entire four quarters. Yeah, no <laughs> That's kidding. Brutal.
0: Uh, Ninja 13's small understatement said Mahomes is a disappointment. Yeah, he uh, for And we're not quite paying him 40 million yet. That's going to be next year. But, yeah, he's he's a bit of a disappointment this season. We don't know. There's a lot of rampant speculation about why. The team hasn't been the same since uh, Brett Reed's car wreck. Haven't been the same since the Super Bowl. Uh, haven't been the same since Homes had a kid. Uh, t- pick, your, pick your conspiracy theory uh, about why the Chiefs' uh, demise is happening. But, yeah, we don't. Uh, uh, Brown, uh, Yeah, the uh, Army and Wake Forest game, Brownsbacker. Wake Forest ended up winning 70-56. So. Good times. Good times, indeed. So, Scott, you said that you uh, have n- not been doing well with the NBA. I've uh, taken my first foray into the NBA tonight with one of my premium plays. So, with that being said, since you're doing terribly and I really haven't uh, done much yet, let's take a look at tonight's NBA card, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Uh, hey, speaking of psycho teams... Can I interest you in the Milwaukee Bucks and the Indiana Pacers?
1: Well, the the Bucks, I'm not going to call a full psycho team because they have been nowhere near full strength for pretty much the entire season. Andrew Holiday is most likely not going to play again. Bobby Port is questionable. Lopez is out. DiVincenzo is out. They're missing a lot of guys. Right Now, Indiana has been a team that has lost two games by exactly one point. So they're losing by the bare minimum. And they beat Miami in overtime in their one win, which was a game I had Miami in, fun times. But anyway, I'm looking at Milwaukee. Am I thrilled with this? No, but I do think three's a bit low. As long as Giannis is playing, you know, Indiana can't guard him. Indiana's defense is not very good. And I do think that Milwaukee has enough firepower and enough depth to beat this Indiana team. Because I saw this Indiana team give up a bunch of points to Washington and Charlotte, and both of those teams were missing – their best player, or right? Score at least in those games. Milwaukee, I know, can clamp down defensively when they need to. I'm not going to overreact to Miami having the ultimate revenge home opener after getting swept by them in the playoffs. I think Milwaukee comes out and wins this game. You?
0: Yeah, I, I think you know. I don't know that my Milwaukee is full psycho. Because they've had two nice wins. The, yeah, really nice win over, over Brooklyn and of course San Antonio, which is what you're the one to
1: do. let down no show against Miami. But I mean it was you know. a pretty, it was
0: was forty two points. So I mean it's a pretty it was, it was bad. It's it's bad. But I think the one thing we can count on here is that Indiana defense to probably struggle and give up mm, one twenty-five to Milwaukee.
1: Give or take. Yeah. Um,
0: so I'm I'm more of a fan of the over. Than I am okay. as far as, as far as the side goes. If I had if I had to play a side uh, with the spread the way it is, it's Milwaukee. Uh, I've got it at minus two. I don't know if you have a better number than that. I
1: see around two or three.
0: Yeah. Um. I, I I if I'm playing, I'm laying right there.
1: Yeah, I agree. Am I thrilled with playing? Not necessarily, but I do think that line seems a bit low. One of the plays I'm most interested in is actually involving my favorite team, the Nets. Oh, by the, the by the
0: Steelers. way, for just a uh, small update. Uh, Michael Beast is uh, DiVincenzo and Lopez are out, but think uh, Holiday is going to be playing. So,
1: so well, Holiday is still up in the air. I, I mentioned the first two people being out, but
0: hey, man, hey remains- how, do you, how do you pronounce Holiday's first name? Drew. Drew? Yeah. How do you spell it?
1: it well, I know it's spelled J R U E, yeah. but I pronounce it like the Drew Carey. Show. Yeah, we
0: need to talk about that sometime. Anyway, moving on.
1: Okay. Anyway, uh, so looking at the Nets and Wizards, the Nets are favored by about seven and a half eight, depending where you shop around. I don't understand this line at all, and I don't think it makes any sense. I know that you might be pricing in the fact that Beal might not play, but Beal didn't play against the Pacers either, and Washington still won. The Nets played yesterday, lost really bad fourth quarter performance against the Hornets. But if you've been looking at the Nets, James Harden with this new referee swallowing the whistle theory, because if you notice, there's significantly less free throws than there were in the past couple of years. Harden's been awful. Yeah, I mean, when you, when so many points that you score are from the foul line and you're averaging about three free throws a game instead of about 13, you're going to look a lot worse. I know Durant's a lunatic. He's going to do whatever he wants. But the rest of the team without Kyrie and the fact that Harden has looked awful with the new officiating, I really have no idea how the Nets on a back-to-back are favored by 7.5. This doesn't make any sense to me. I'll take the Wizards.
0: No, I'm with you. That's, uh, the Nets... And a much smaller sample size, but so far they kind of remind me of the Chiefs, a team that a lot of great things was expected from, and uh, they really. I
1: think the money line in the Wizards has some merit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, hang on, I've got all my, I've got all my football odds up. So what do you have for you? Got a money line on that handy? Uh,
1: not fully, fully handy, but like, give me twenty seconds.
0: Okay, well, I'm six. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess it's in the two, two twenty, two thirty range.
1: Uh, I have 210.
0: Okay, there you go.
1: Give or take. Yep. So, shopping around, you'll probably find a 230 or so. Durant's going to play, so I'm not worried about that or anything like that. But, I uh, I mean, I kind of am if you like the Wizards. But Harden really has struggled. And you're looking at the overall team after the back-to-back angle. Wizards had the day off on Sunday. I think it's a nice spot for Washington to at least keep it close. The Nets aren't exactly a team that gets many stops. So, I do think you'll see it be close throughout. Will the Nets win the game? Maybe but I do think that six and a half, seven and a half is a little bit too much for them to actually cover.
0: Okay. You know, and I don't, Michael B. Asking about the, he's like the over 229. I don't, I don't hate it. I I don't know that I have that much confidence in the nets to do their part.
1: Well, the back-to-back angle hurts, especially since you're looking at a team that might struggle a bit to run the floor in the fourth quarter in the second half, mostly because of the first back-to-back of the season. But if Harden's going to have the ball that much, and he's not going to put up his usual 25 or 30. Yeah, I can't take an over in a Nets game.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my problem as well. Um, Brendan Tracy wants to know and is, 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 it's a play that we were talking about before the show about Winston, uh, Winston rushing yards over. Um, seems to be a popular popular prop. You like you like uh, the Geno Smith over 14 and a half over 14 better.
1: Well, just asking, are they going to actually call designed runs for either quarterback, or do you think it's just going to be pure scramble?
0: I, I to me... I don't hmm.
1: know how you're going to call designed runs for Winston unless it's going to be a QB sneak of some kind.
0: I don't think, with without Taysom Hill as as a backup available for this game, I don't see many designed plays for Winston. Um, I, think, I think if you're going to play a prop there, I think Geno Smith is probably the way to go.
1: Yeah, I think Smith is more likely to happen because even with that, let's just say, questionable quarterback talent as a whole, he's mobile. He can run. And if you think New Orleans can generate a password, which they should, Smith might be running for his life half the time. So I do think that he has a better chance of going over than Winston. Yeah. Winston's a guy who I think is more mobile than people think. But as you mentioned with Hill being out, they really don't have a backup quarterback option. So I don't see them trying to send Winston out to get killed out there. However, I do think he could scramble a couple of times for some yards. But remember, if the Saints are winning, he might lose two, three yards on those kneel downs at the end.
0: Yeah, and that's a uh, that, that, that's a brutal way to lose, but it's happened before. Oh yeah, it absolutely has. No, I'm just I'm just saying as a as a as a way to take a beat. That's that's one of the worst ones. Um, you know, yep. this is a. This is a New Orleans team that hasn't done a great job of of getting after the quarterback yet, but I think you they might, have
1: the personnel though to do so.
0: You do, and you also have a Seattle team that uh, has tended to uh, how you say maybe give up a few sacks during the uh, they gave up they gave up four to Pittsburgh last week. Now I'm not saying that obviously New Orleans has the kind of unit that uh, Pittsburgh has, but they are. Uh, they're a team that, um, uh, just I'm just trying to pull it up here. Yeah, they give up they give up three sacks a game, and that's that's 26 in the NFL. So I think, despite the fact they haven't got home a lot yet, I think New Orleans is going to have some success getting after the quarterback. So that could lead to some Geno Smith rushing yards. Agreed.
1: Well, Seattle's offensive line's been a mess for the past decade, so that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah,
0: either. yeah. There's it's two things you, terrible terrible line play, Scott, on, on both sides of the ball, really, with Seattle Seahawks at least for. Mm-hmm the last half a decade for sure. So Yep. Um I'll tell you what, let me let's talk about this uh let's talk about this Denver team because they played very good ball. They're they've got a big they got a big number against the Cavs tonight at home. Uh looking at nine and a half there twenty. Two twenty is the uh is the total for most part. Uh what do you got there?
1: I'm looking at Cleveland. Plus the points. I just think that Denver is the better team. Duh. That's why they're favored by 12. But this can't. This Cleveland team actually has some talent. Are they going to make the playoffs? No. But Evan Mobley, he's actually looked pretty good. I, I think that he's got talent. I think that he could be a matchup problem. Sexton's been good. Garland, I don't know if he's going to play or not. They've been using Rubio as a starter because Garland's been out. I do think Cleveland has some talent, though. And Denver, I do think, is a good team. They also let the Spurs hang around a little bit uh, in their first game of the season. I think that the spread does seem a little bit too high. Cleveland is a team that will struggle throughout the year, but they do have some talent, and they do have the ability to at least sneak up on a team or two. And we saw last year Denver got snuck up upon a lot against teams they should have easily beaten. When you're beating San Antonio by six I do have some question marks if you're looking ahead to other matchups. I think Cleveland might sneak through the back door in this one.
0: All right, very good. All right, my friend. Well, it's that time as you and I have put our heads together. Uh, well, you know what? you are gonna talk about the game a little bit tonight, uh, as far as the football yeah, game. Yeah, we can because we, we we don't I
1: mean, spoiler. Alert, we got a prop, so we can talk about the actual game.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's right. That is okay. So we do have a prop from that. So let's do it. Let's just get right into it, as we have a. Uh gonna reveal our favorite play of the day we put our heads together come up with the one if you had to put all your chips in the middle this would be the play guys put on those overalls grab that straw hat climb on your john deere guys it's time once again for bet the farm all right so we do have a game tonight from uh from uh, rainy rainy seattle by the way scott we did uh we did take it in the shorts in our last bet the farm play from Friday. We had the over in the uh, in the Houston and uh, Boston game. It did not go well as Lopez dominated and uh, six innings of hitless ball. So anyway, so tonight Seattle uh, they are at home and uh, New Orleans Saints come to the town. Team used to playing in the dome. Terrible weather, it's going to be uh, raining, windy. Where you got? are you coming down on this one?
1: I'm looking at New Orleans because even though people think of the Superdome as being the place to be when, when it comes to the Saints winning games, they're phenomenal on the road, and they have been with Sean Payton for several years. This team is usually dialed in, and Seattle, of course, being known as one of the best home field advantages, the 12th man, everything like that. They are 0-2 at home this season, and maybe it's just me, they're less intimidating at home when Russell Wilson's not at center. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, no, no question about it. And they're a team that really hasn't been fantastic at home. Uh, they're, they're certainly not no. quite quite as good at home as their as their reputation, much like the Chiefs. So, I have to, I have to, uh, I have to agree with you. I, I think the, uh, I, I just think Seattle's missing a, a ton of pieces here. As far as the total goes, it's hard for me to get involved I- with the. Uh,
1: I can't take the over with the weather involved. See, that's
0: the, that's the, that's the thing. You can't, you you can't take it. You're kind of screwed because you can't take an under with this Seattle defense and Mm -hmm. you can't take an over because of the, because of the horrible weather. I'm, I'm I'm totally looking
1: at a team total for Seattle for the under. Yeah. But once again, if you did not know that it's not going to be monsoon weather like it was for the Colts 49ers game. It's not pretty for this game. No, if you're looking for high scoring, entertaining football, try a video game or something because right. it's not going to be the game for you. And
0: the wind is going to be coming directly out of the south, which that, that's, that stadium sits dead north-south. So half the time they're going to be going right into the wind. Field goals are going to be difficult. They're going to cut down on the distance. The other half they're going to get a boost. So,
1: But because of the weather, that's going to segue us into our favorite play Yep. on the actual game. I believe it's your deck.
0: It is. Uh, We're going to take Jameis Winston over a half as far as the interception props. This is available at minus 110 on DraftKings. We think famous Jameis, even though he's done a better job of taking care of the ball this year, we think there could be a a little uh, regression to the mean coming with the the bad weather. And uh, Seattle, they're allowing 292.3 passing yards per game. That's 27th in the league. So you know that New Orleans is going to be tempted to throw the ball despite the bad weather. Jameis, he wants to throw that ball down the field, man. You can't You know
1: they're gonna take at least one shot to Callaway at some point during this game.
0: You know they are. And if you're wondering, it's like, hasn't Jameis Winston thrown a lot of interceptions in his career? Yes, yes, he has. He has thrown 91 interceptions in 81 games. Scott, just for value, right there, you gotta make the play. You're getting an overlay at minus 110. Plus, the the cherry on top is the weather. Not going to be good. You're going to have It's going to rain all day. It's going to lighten up a little bit during the game, but still 60-mile-an-hour winds, gusts up to 25. By the way, if you're up in the Seattle area, um, Legion of Pitch, you know this, it's a small craft warning. So be careful if you got your small craft out there. But anyway, that's yep. going to be our play. Jameis Winston, he's going to throw a pick. Get yourself down on it. And uh, if you have to, bet the farm.
1: Well, some people are thinking, you know, maybe you'll see a lot of short passes because of the weather. Yep. That's fine, because if Winston has a hard time gripping the ball, he might overthrow a receiver or two, and we're not exactly sure. Just because it hits the receiver in the hands doesn't mean they're going to catch it in the range. Which is what we saw a lot from the game yesterday. Yep, you just need one or two bounces. But I do think Winston, at some point, you know, he's going to make a stupid throw at yep. some point during this game. Minus one ten for a guy who we know is being one of the most turnover-prone quarterbacks of all time. I do think has merit and. Speaking of which, by the way, how about that bad beat on the Carson Wentz interception overturned to a fumble about two hours later? We were
0: going to put that on the list, but we just had too many. But, oh yeah, that was one of the most brutal ones of all time. If anybody had that bet, I want to know if they took your money back out of your account.
1: If you had Carson Wentz over half an interception in the game last night, he threw one in the red zone about the second quarter, and then it was announced halfway through the third quarter, about an hour and change later, that the official scoring overruled it to a fumble so you thought you won for about 90 minutes and then not only did you have your money taken away that you won you had the money taken away that you bet so definitely a swing there for i'm sure a couple of people
0: yep yep that was uh that was absolutely brutal so all right guys as always thanks for joining us thanks for all the comments uh love interacting love the new format we're, going to, uh, we're also going to have some video going here pretty quick. So you guys stay tuned. The graphics are going to get uh, even cooler. So thanks for those who have been with us for the entire journey. You guys have a great day for me and for Scott. Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, that's it. We're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow on Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.